you always get what you think about and what you feel, even if it isn't something you want. You always get what you think about and what you feel, even if it isn't something you want. Whenever we discuss law of attraction, law of assumption, quantum physics, anything that helps us to manifest, we also talk about the act of wanting and the act of desire. When we want something, we recognize that we don't have it. Whether that's a relationship with a specific person or um, attracting money into our lives and attracting abundance into our lives and being more abundant, being more prosperous, being rich, you know, Um, let me put it that way. But then we have these belief systems in place that say we don't have what it is that we want and therefore it's impossible to get it. For example, if we are thinking about, oh, I want more money, I want more money, I want more money, I want more money, because we are in that energy of wanting it, we are also reinforcing that reality of lacking it. I said this in previous episodes, when you are focused on the wanting of something, you are also continuing to create this state of lack because you're saying, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. It's not here. It's not here. It's not here. And the universe is answering and saying, yeah, you do want it. And energetically, you are begging. You are begging and you are putting out this needy energy that says, please, please, please give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me now. I need this money. I, I'm broke and, and I'll never be able to attract money and I need this money now, now, now. Instead of trusting the process and saying, money is on its way. I have a good relationship with money. Money is my friend. When money comes, I call. When, money, when I call, money comes. I said it wrong, but when I call, money comes to me. I am a money magnet. And you switch the script by switching your belief systems and switching the thoughts and switching your speech towards your internal speech and your external speech. And what do I mean by internal versus external speech? So your internal speech or your inner voice, that little voice in the back of your head, your subconscious mind, makes up 95% of your existence. Your subconscious thoughts, your subconscious behavioral patterns, your subconscious belief systems, your subconscious actions make up 95% of your experience. And 5% of your experience is your tangible reality. And your tangible reality is going to be everything from the um, interactions that you have with other people, the way in which you interact with your environment, um, such as right now I've got my feet on my coffee table while I am recording this on my couch. (laughs) Um, I'm very relaxed. I'm very just, you know, open 
while I'm while I'm talking and and recording because I I treat it the same way that I would if if you were right here in front of me talking to me I would have my feet propped up on my coffee table with my coffee cup in hand just talking right and and we would be conversing back and forth but your subconscious beliefs and thoughts and actions and emotional patterns and all of that makes up your reality makes up 95% of your existence and your reality your tangible reality that 5% of your existence is just a reflection of everything that you think and feel and believe Even if you're living in your family's home and they've decorated it the way that they want and then you've got your own room where you've decorated it the way that you want. It still makes up your reality. It is still only 5% of your reality. 5% of your reality is tangible. So if you're living a tangible existence that feels uncomfortable to you, or you're living in a state where you recognize that there is something better for you, but it's not happening. The thing that you need to do is to assess and evaluate what thoughts you have towards anything that you're trying to attract. Whether that's money, whether that's moving, whether that's... um, you know, and, and, and I mean like moving uh, to a new city or a new state or having your own house or buying a new car or whatever it is that you are trying to attract into your life. And the, and the two things that people wind up focusing on manifesting the most are going to be money and love. Um, but when you are focusing on manifesting those things, you have to assess and evaluate What are my belief systems and what are my thoughts and feelings towards these things? And if you have belief systems in place that say things like, with money for example, money is the root of all evil and I must save every nickel, dime, and penny and I will never have enough money and uh, I'm so used to never having enough money and my parents never had enough money so I need to save, 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 save and I can't even be happy and spend this money and I... I'm only worth working a nine to five that makes me only $20 an hour or something like that. And, and you recognize that living in that state is only getting you by so far, right? It is only getting you so far in your life. You're only able to have certain things. And even then, when you do wind up doing something fun for yourself with any leftover money, you feel guilty. You feel guilty. And you continue to perpetuate this cycle that says that you should feel guilty whenever you do something fun. Whenever you spend your money on something that you really wanted to spend your money on because it made you happy. You feel guilty for wanting to be happy because of your belief systems and your thought patterns and your feelings towards money. So if you're wanting to attract more abundance you have to get into this alignment and into this belief system and this state that says money is coming whenever I call money comes money is a friend of mine 
and treat it and treat it as a friend don't treat it as something transactional don't treat it as um a a thing to be obtained money is a processing system money is a currency money is an energy we learn we learn uh through quantum physics and through law of assumption law of attraction all of that that everything is energy and that emotion is energy in motion and money in and of itself is an energy it is a currency it is a processing system and having money in your life is based on your thoughts and feelings and actions and beliefs towards that processing system and how you interact with that processing system and why do i call it a processing system because in and of itself money actually is a processing system think about it we put our money into banks we put our money into savings accounts checking accounts um joint checking accounts we have a separate account for our bills versus our savings versus um our play money or whatever like my grandma likes to call it whenever she's got money left over to be able to um spend on nice things that's her play money um and I and I love that I love that term because it's like okay this is my this is my extra this is my lanyap um, I, I live in Louisiana so one of our 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 words for extra is lanyap so um, this is my lanyap and I will do whatever with that lanyap that I want but we have different systems and we break down our money into these different systems and that creates this pattern that we have within this processing system that is money. And money is an energy. And when we treat it as such and we align with that energy and we treat that energy as being in tandem with us, then we are able to actually have more abundance in our life because we say that abundance is everywhere. And everything is in abundance. So even if you are lacking in your life whether it is in a specific area or you are actually lacking in money and you have this mindset and this and this experience where you're constantly broke you're constantly broke you're constantly broke every single time you spend even so much as five dollars you feel guilty because oh well that could have been five dollars towards something else or um that could have been ten dollars towards something else or Oh, well, I spent this money that I had, but I really, at the end of the day, didn't have it because that's money that could have gone towards a bill. And now you feel guilty because you pretty much didn't have this healthy relationship with money and you had this unhealthy pattern of behavior towards money. And you didn't treat money as an energy and as a processing system and as a currency and you basically said that money is just you know it it goes it goes it goes it goes right so when you think of money as just going 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 and leaving 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 all the time then it's going to leave you are never going to be able to hold on to it if you are constantly in this state of lack you have an abundance of lack and if you want to attract an abundance of abundance and prosperity 
and having. Sometimes what you need to do is to reassess your belief system, reassess your feelings, reassess your thoughts and actions, and get into this state of having. And sometimes what can help to get into that state of having is to have gratitude for what you do have. Even if you look at your wallet right now and you say, I've only got $5 in my wallet, instead of saying, oh, I've only got $5, say, oh, I've got $5 in my wallet. I am thankful that I have $5 in my wallet. And say, I'm a, you know, I'm thankful for this $5. And you can either choose to keep that $5 in your wallet and save it for a rainy day, which, which is something that I do, or you can spend that $5 and be thankful for what you can get with that $5. Even if all you can get with that $5 is a coffee and a donut <laughs> or, or just a coffee, especially depending on where you're getting your coffee. Like if you're going to like Dunkin' or, uh, or Starbucks or something, it's probably going to be $5 for a small coffee, like at the end of it all uh, with tax and everything. But hey, you got your coffee. <laughs> Enjoy your coffee, right? But um, Instead of looking at it as, I only have so much, you can look at it as, oh, I have this much. And get excited about what about that much that you have. Get excited about a new financial future. If you're wanting to create more abundance in your life, get excited about a new financial future. Get excited about having that money right now here in front of you. If you're wanting to attract love, for example, get excited about being in a new relationship. Open your heart space and and be open to receiving love in all forms and in all ways and be open to giving love. Sometimes we focus more on the receiving part and we forget that there's also a giving of, of what we do have, right? In order to attract love, we also have to be love. In order to attract money, we also have to be in this state of abundance. We have to say that money is our friend and that we are a money magnet and that we are attractive and that we are worthy of making the money that it is that we desire. And we, and we need to adopt the same principles when it comes to love. We have love to give. We are love. We, we are the embodiment of love. We are the embodiment of being able to be authentically us. And what we bring to the table is valuable and worthy. What we bring to the table, that other person is going to see as valuable if we treat ourselves as if we are valuable. I say, I, I hear a lot of people, and I've experienced friendships with a lot of people who value things like honesty and loyalty and patience and respect. But sometimes they don't wind up giving those things to themselves, and therefore they teach the people that come into their lives how to treat them by not really treating themselves with the same thing that they expect from other people. We get into this idea that other people should give us what it is that we want all the time. And we've been so conditioned to believe that a lot of our experience is external, when really our external reality is just a reflection and a projection of what we already experience on the inside. 
and we we've grown up being conditioned to believe that external love and external validation is what we need in our lives in order to be happy in order to be successful and that our worth is determined by how much money we're making and the job that we have and all of these different things when really our worth is determined by what we feel and think about ourselves and if we have these negative belief systems more often than not we learn these negative belief systems and we learn these negative patterns of behavior and Um, these negative thoughts and feelings and these narratives that we wind up feeding ourselves even as adults, we learn that in childhood as early as our formative years. And our formative years are usually those ages between like 2 and 10. Um, And the reason I say 2 and 10 is because I've heard it uh, said that, you know, when you're when you're the ages of like two to five is when you start really like picking up on nuances and you start really learning. how to perceive the world because you're a little bit more cognizant um but then when you're the ages of like seven to ten is where you wind up having some of those I guess like harsher experiences in your child life and where you learn whether or not you can turn to your parents and you learn emotional availability versus emotional unavailability and um or inavailability uh you, you learn whether or not someone is emotionally available or emotionally unavailable, and then you learn about love. Um, and then you'll continue to learn that as an adolescent and through, uh, through puberty and young adulthood and, and, and your teenage life and everything like that. You will continue to learn these things. And if you had these negative experiences in your childhood, you will take those with you into your adulthood and sometimes it will take years for you to create a new structure for yourself. I'm almost 28 years old and and up until recently, um, like before I started this podcast and and then uh, also recently with with a couple of things that have happened in my life uh, that I've still needed to heal from, I, I had those belief systems that were really really negative and then I and then I looked back at myself and I looked back at my past and I looked back at my childhood and recognized that there were some things that happened to me then that are probably the reason why I still have these belief systems to this day but in order to change your belief systems you must first go within yourself and ask yourself why you believe the things that you believe and why you feel the things that you feel and why you think the things that you think. Why do you have the narrative that you have and get to the root of that? And then once you get to the root of that, you can then decide, okay, here's the root. Am I going to pull up this plant and plant a new seed? Or am I going to continue to water the plant? And it can be hard. It can be hard to create new belief systems. Trust me. I get it. (laughs) You know, it's like you've been so conditioned to have this belief system for so long. And change can be absolutely terrifying sometimes. But what helps is to understand sometimes that in order to attract what it is that you want, you have to be that thing that you want. Instead of looking at other people to validate you and to love you and instead of looking at 
okay, well, how much I make an hour at my job and, and how many hours I work in a week determines my worth. And, and that's how I'm able to live my life. And this is what's going to make me successful. Recognize that it is up to you to determine and define what success means to you. Because success is going to mean different things to different people. Success is going to mean something different to you than it will to your best friend or your parents or um, your boss or anything like that. But if you can continue to remain in your own frame and say, this is what success looks like to me. And if I am not in a place that feels successful, how can I change the how can I change what it is that I am attracting? How can I change what it is that is happening in my life? What can I do to enact that change? And you have to look at your beliefs and you have to look at your thoughts and actions and feelings. And know that whatever you think about, whatever you feel is what's going to be your experience.